Hey everyone. Today we've got May Lee from Calgary on the show. It's funny, this this segment was recorded back in March and I was going through our emails back and forth at the time and we actually recorded this just days after the schools in Alberta announced they were closing. And it, it, I mean, it feels like ages ago, you know, we've had our kids uh, home for so long now. And I feel like this segment is, is very fitting considering now the kids have been home for so long and we're spending so much time with them and teaching our kids. Um, one thing I've always wondered is, is how to teach our daughter about investing. And I had a conversation with May about it. And she's got a really cool story about how she introduced her kids to it. And it's based off an article she wrote for the Real Estate Investment Network a few years back. This is a really cool approach that I'm definitely going to implement in a couple of years once our daughter's a little bit older. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, Real Estate Investor Dad listeners. My name is May Lee, and I'm a Calgary-based real estate investor. My husband and I specialize in up-down suites, as well as short-term vacation rentals in Canmore. So before I get started, I just wanted to thank you, Wayne, for having me on your show. I, I think this is a great platform to help out busy families who are trying to grow their real estate portfolios as well as also trying to raise good, decent kids along the way. I think it's great to be supportive of each other because as parents, I think we just want the best for our kids in the end. So I'm here to talk to you about real estate investing and how I teach my own kids about investing in real estate. I started with them when they were age seven and nine. They are now 11 and 13, but we started when they were pretty young. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about how I did that, but maybe before I, I do, I'll backtrack a bit to some of the money lessons that my own parents taught me growing up and, and the decisions I made moving forward because of those lessons. Uh, so to give you some context, I, I came to Canada when I was two years old. So my family, we fled from Vietnam because of the political unrest and my parents just wanted a better life for us here in Canada. So, you know, it was tough for us, I think, overall. Um, we went to a Malaysian camp first, so before we came to Canada. We had to stay there for a few months. And my mom would tell me this story about me um, at the camp as a little girl. And what she said was that, uh, so every week at, at the camp, all families were given a cooked chicken. And this was like the best thing ever because, you know, it smelled so good. And it was this treat that you got once a week and, and everyone looked forward to getting it. And so I guess I really liked the dat chicken. And what my mom told me she did was she had to tie the chicken up high in a tree so I couldn't reach it and, and eat all of my family's chicken. So, you know, it's a funny story, but it sort of just gives you some context that um, money was hard for us and it wasn't easy. And But I'm really grateful for those lessons because I, I think it's um, what moved me forward and, and made me who I am today. So uh, two big money lessons that my mom taught me. One was very purposeful. Uh, you know, she ingrained it into my head every day and the other one was unintentional but it was actually the most impactful for me so the first lesson that my mom taught me was um you know i'm you're gonna go to university you're going to get a good job you're gonna use that job to buy your house and then you're going to be working and saving working and saving working and saving for the rest of your life uh, until that house is built paid off 
And so my mom's definition of earning money was was work that involved um, labor and and time in exchange for a monetary value in the end. So that was the traditional money lesson that my mom taught me. So the other unintentional one was um, each paycheck uh, when we were growing up as kids, like she set aside some money and she put that money into a university scholarship pool. And what that did was um, it matched her contributions dollar per dollar. So whatever she put into it, that, that pool ended up matching it. And when I was old enough to understand what that was, I was like so blown away because, um, you know, I, I, I was always raised with that traditional sense of raising, um, of making money and um, like working for it. And, um, you know, here I was looking at this thinking, wow, like my mom made money grow, like she made it work for her. And, the, you know, there's other ways to make money. I think that was a really big eye-opener for me and, and, and it resonated with me. And I think that's why I really love real estate investing. Um, okay, so fast forward uh, to um, a few years later. Um, I am, you know, I have a seven-year-old at home. I have a nine-year-old. And, and like a lot of parents, I want them to start helping out around the house and learning some responsibilities. So I decided that uh, the best way to do that was through um, giving them an allowance for helping out around the house for all the chores that they did. So uh, because I didn't have a, a lot of quarters on hand all the time, what I did was I made these little cards and it just said 25 cents on it. And for each each time they helped me with something, I would give them a card. And, and then when they ended up with seven cards, they would cash out that card for money. And then, and then uh, we would go to the store and, and they would buy some candy. And, and it worked really well and the kids responded to it, but um, it hit me one day, it occurred to me that I was teaching my kids that traditional sense of um, making money where you know you had to put in time and labor and in exchange you you are paid money for it. And, and um, that wasn't, although that was a good lesson for them to to have it wasn't the only lesson I wanted them to have about money uh, so I decided uh, to stop giving them allowance and I and I told them you know what you you both live here and um, you're members of our family and the expectation is you're going to help out and mommy's not going to pay you for it anymore. But what I am going to do is I'm going to show you how you can grow your money and how you can make your money in a different way. And we're going to do that through compound interest. And so what I told the kids was I, I uh, told them that I'm going to take their very first 25 cents card and we're going to put it into a compound interest account. And as long as they didn't cash out that account they their money would be compounded each each week and so it would grow and um so the second week the the cards became two cards and then the third week it ended up being three cards and the fourth week it ended up being four cards and and then eventually it looked like a little staircase of compound interest and it was a really good visual for them to see how their money was growing um, and it was was kind of working for them without them really engaged in, in a physical task. And what they started doing was they, they would take four cards and they would pile them and, and then they would understand how much each 
um, how that equated to $1 and then they were able to count it and, and visually see it and, and work with it and interact with it. And, and I really like that. And I, and I think it taught them that um, money can grow for them and, and you can make money in different ways. Uh, so uh, eventually I, I did stop uh, doing that compound interest with them just because it was a really good rate and also they, you know, it was growing so uh, quickly and exponentially. So I ended up um, stopping that, but I think it did serve that purpose, that money lesson that I wanted them to, to understand that money can be made in different ways. And um, what I did was I tied that uh, in that compound interest idea to their first investment property because as real estate investors, we know that our, our investments are compounded over time. So uh, fast forward to um, a, a real estate event. Um, I'm, I'm a part of the real estate investment network and so I'm a proud member of RAIN. And uh, what RAIN did was they, they held a financial literacy um, workshop for, for kids, so RAIN members' children. And it was led by a guest speaker named Nancy Phillips. And um, Nancy is known for um, a money management system that she, she teaches to young kids or, or, you know, kids who are younger to, to teenagers. And um, it, it's called the Zellowella Way. And if you can if you can picture a piggy bank that's partitioned into four um, compartments, and those four compartments was called GIS. So uh, the first compartment was the G in, in GIS, and that was to give their money, and and that was money that they would set aside to donate towards a charitable cause. And the I part of GIS was to invest, and that was ten or pardon me, that was fifteen percent of their money. The S was um, 25% of their money and then and that was saved and then the other S was spend which was 50% of their money. So um, I really like that idea of, of the kids um, understanding to divide their money because they could start to prioritize um, things with it. So I what I did was I took their tooth fairy money, their birthday money, their Chinese New Year money and I, I went to the bank and I, I exchanged that money for different combinations of coins and also different denominations of, of bills. And that helped me uh, divide their money, help them divide their money into their, their gifts piggy bank. And I, I wanted us to really focus on the uh, I part of GIS, which, which was the invest part, and that was 15% of their money. And, you know, at that time, uh, Christmas had ended and uh, we had those two um, Christmas Advent calendars left over. We had two because we had two kids. And, you know, the, the, they are those calendars that the kids really love to get because um, it, it, it helps them count down to Christmas. So um, with this Advent Kinder Egg calendar, I was looking at it and I was thinking, you know, this this really looks like a house, like the and like a triangular um, ceiling, so it looked like a you know a triangular roof, and and then the little flaps that have all the little candies inside, you can open those up, and there's a little compartment inside, and so I told the kids, you know what we'll do, let's take your invest money and let's buy a pretend rental property with it, and so the kids um, the kids were excited about doing it, and so their invest money was a down payment for it, and, and what we did with the 
um, the calendar was the little flaps. We, we labeled them so it would so each flap would have a different month's rent. So one flap would be January rent and then February rent and then March rent and, and so on. And altogether, there were 24 flaps on that um, calendar, uh, that, that advent calendar. And so I, I told the kids, you have a two-year term. This is, this is your mortgage, so you owe the bank money. But instead of paying for that mortgage, your tenants are actually going to be paying that down for you because this is an investment property. And, and so, you know, after the kids decorated it, I, I would give them a, a dollar and like for each month. So when January came, like we, we put a dollar in there and they taped it inside their compartment. And, um, and so, you know, each month I, I give them a dollar from their tenant. And so they can, you know, start to visually see that this, this real estate, um, investment house is starting to be paid down over time. And, uh, with, with the advent calendar, um, the little flaps, like some of them were bigger than others. And so what I did was I talked to the kids about how um, when you have a mortgage, the the principal is paid down a lot more quicker when the loan starts to mature or, or gets paid down. And so then, um, you know, I don't know if the kids totally understood that part, but I, I did give them $2 to, to kind of show that, you know, they were getting a little bit more um, in their house. And so after that two-year term was done, their house was paid off free and clear. And um, they they were able to to see that growth over time and take that money out and, and count it and, and see how many more months it would take for their house to be paid down. So I, I thought it was a really good way to teach them about real estate investing and, and it was very tangible and interactive and it was very age appropriate for them at the time. So a funny story I wanted to share with you was um, my sister-in-law, uh, the kid's aunt she bought her first house and you know sometimes as a first-time home buyer you don't really pay a whole lot of attention to what you're what you're really buying and how much things cost and so um, my son Atticus I think he was seven at the time he said to her auntie how much are your property taxes on your new house and and she looked at him and she was so surprised and then she said that she didn't know and and I just thought that was so funny because he's a seven-year-old kid who's asking um, a grown-up about property taxes and uh, and he knew what they were because we taught him that with with our investment um, house that he bought so I kind of laugh about that story um, so what does this mean for the kids moving forward and as they get older and, um, you know, we can start to kind of introduce some maybe difficult concepts or, you know, concepts that involve some math that maybe there are, they are now ready to calculate and, and learn about. So, you know, we can talk to the kids about leverage in real estate and the power of leverage. Um, we can talk to them about how for every $5, in real estate, um, you're really just putting in $1. So you're putting in that 20% for 100% ownership of an asset. Uh, we could talk to them about good debts and bad debts and how um, good debts can can make the money and, and they can purchase investments like we did with their rental property. In order to make money, they had to, to spend money. 
Um, we can also talk about uh, how they can refinance their rental properties and and recycle that capital and use it to to buy more rental properties. Uh, we can talk about the relationships and the team that they have to build, like uh, through. Um, through the contractors and, and the lawyers and the mortgage brokers and, and all those people who are really important um, that you need to, to grow your real estate portfolio. And we can talk about our joint venture partners as well and, and how um, we have different skill sets and different, um, different attributes that complement that working relationship and, and that can make for a good win-win situation all around. And we can also talk to them about, um, you know, how real estate can fund their life. Like they can use this money and they can buy the things that they like, like um, Pokemon cards and and toy stuffies, like those beanie ones with the giant eyeballs that kids like. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that's that's such a great lesson for them to be able to, to take away. Um, what we did recently was we, we actually took their uh, investment properties, like their pretend ones, and we refinanced it. And we, we ended up buying a uh, rental property, which was more of a vacation property out in Canmore that uh, we mostly rent out, but we also get to um, enjoy as a family too. So we bought that with some joint venture partners and the kids with their refinance of their uh, pretend uh, investment house. So I, I think that was pretty cool um, because we get to talk to them about uh, something that they they get to experience and that they know about and that they've been to several times. Like we talk about um, the the return uh, that we made for our investors, which is fifty five percent. We we talk about how they get to go out and experience a place like they they are crazy good skiers. So you know they love going out there and then they go skiing and and we go hiking as a family. Like they've had birthday parties there too where they've invited their friends over. Um, they recently uh, um, talked to their principal about donating a, a weekend stay at uh, our place out there because their school was trying to raise money for band camp. So I, you know, I think they're starting to see that they can create a lifestyle with the real estate and that they can um, also help others along the way. And and I think they can also make these great memories out there, like a um, lasting memory that I have um, when we first bought the place was um, the kids were were out out swimming. There's an outdoor heated pool, and so they were swimming in this pool. And then all of a sudden, these big giant snowflakes started falling from the sky. And you know, of course, the kids loved that because they were swimming, and then they stuck out their tongues and they caught the snowflakes in their tongues. And and I remember feeling like like we were in this giant snow globe, and that was pretty cool. And and it's something that I think I'll always remember, and I think it's something that the kids will too. So, you know, and I, I tell um, my daughter, Gabby, I, I, I say to her, hey, how much do you think your friends made in the last two years? And, and I think she knows that she's, she's got a pretty good investment that uh, makes her some money and that she also gets to enjoy because, you know, sometimes with our long-term buy and hold properties as real estate investors, it's more of that wealth creation vehicle in the end. And, you know, you get your wins along the way, but um, what's nice about a, a vacation rental home is that you get to experience it and enjoy it a little bit sooner, which is always fun and nice to do. Um, so, you know, I think overall these lessons have helped my kids uh, learn about 
investing in money or I think making money in a traditional way, but also knowing that it can be a lot of fun if they can make that money work for them too. So uh, hopefully you have found this helpful uh, for you and, and your own family. Um, with uh, teaching your kids about real estate investing. I'm going to be including a link that I to an article that I wrote for Rain and Nancy Phillips. I created a website shortener for it. So um, the web address is tinyurl, so T-I-N-Y-U-R-L dot com slash S Z W W G six Q and that's all lowercase. Uh, in that article, you can see, um, you know, how I set that up and uh, pictures of what their houses look like. And, and hopefully that is of some help to you. If you had any questions about how I did that, you can also contact me. My email address is may at yyc4rent.ca. So it's mai at yyc and the number 4rent.ca. Uh, so before I go, I just wanted to leave you with this this last um, this last thing that someone told me, and and it helps keep me grounded sometimes when I get super busy with with just real estate investing and and um, you know with life I guess in general and, and maybe not spending as much time with the kids, but um, you know as parents we we really just get eighteen really good summers with our kids before. You know, they just don't want to hang out with us anymore because we're not cool enough. So, you know, maybe just keep that in mind as you're growing your real estate legacy for your kids and, and taking them along that real estate investing journey with you. So that's it for me. Um, thank you so much for your time and for listening to this. I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to share my stories with you and I, I hope it make some kind of impact for you and your family moving forward. And um, I wish you all the very best. Thank you.